This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, April 24th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing? I'm hanging in there. How was your birthday, Matt? It was good. It was good? <laughs> you you went to Milwaukee, right? I did. How was your trip? You know, the trip there is always fun. You know, it's about, you know... An hour, 90 minutes, depending on traffic. You know, we usually, you know, breeze up there, get in pretty easily. It was fun. No, we, uh, we got our bobblehead. Jonathan VR, right? Yep. That's good. Does it look anything like him? A little bit. A little bit, yeah. And the Brewers are a bit better with that than, than most teams. They actually, like, make an effort to have the bobblehead, like, represent mm-hmm. the guy. Yeah. And how was Jimmy Nelson? He was He was Jimmy Nelson. I glance at the line. It seemed he was just walking the park, basically, right? It was part of, yeah, he was Jimmy Nelson. He wasn't awful. He wasn't awful, but it was a bunch of walks and part of a problem, sure. Uh, that'd be a thing. But, yeah. Did you get into the ballpark food or anything there? Of course. Yeah? Anything good? Oh, they, 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 they do it right in Milwaukee. No, it... <laughs> Yeah, but cheese fries are fantastic. The sausages, like, it got like eight different kinds of sausages this year. It's ridiculous. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you've always told me. I, I've never been to Miller Park, but you've always said that it's a good time. So oh, yeah. I'm jealous. Well, right on. Well, happy birthday to you. Glad Thank that went well. Matt, we had a few games over the weekend. The one that stuck out to me from our picks is I bragged about Billy Hamilton getting a steal, and we realized that that was not really anything to brag about. But you had Aaron Althair steal you a base, you know, and he was only 1% owned and got that matchup against the lefty. And got the stolen base out of it. And and he also, you know, hit a home run on Sunday. Hit a home run on Sunday. So, yeah, interesting on Sunday. Interesting player there, you know, getting Mm -hmm. in the Phillies who are still figuring their lineup out. So, Agreed. yeah, interested in uh, Aaron Althair. I had Trey Mancini on Friday. He didn't do anything. And then on Saturday, he homered. So still a player I'm interested in, even if just like you, I'm kind of missing the day on when to grab him. And then uh, Justin Bohr didn't do much. David Fries didn't do much. And then, yeah, I had CC Sabathia be bad. You had Adam Conley be pretty all right. Pretty all right in San Diego. That went okay. Yeah, and then uh, you had trouble with Jimmy Nelson on Sunday. Triggs, the trigger, actually finally had trouble against yeah. Seattle. His ERA is no longer at zero. No, He's not, not. going to finish the year with a zero ERA, sad to say. Yeah, and then I had Lance Lynn do well against uh, Milwaukee in Milwaukee on Saturday, and I tweeted about this, that if he's available in your league, I don't know what you're doing. His ERA is under three. He's striking people out. He can handle the mighty brewers. This is a guy that needs to be owned. So, yeah, I'm all about Lance Lynn. I don't think he's going to win this Cy Young or anything. I just think that he needs to be owned in every fantasy format. Would you agree with that? I would. Uh Every format? A couple of years ago, he was a 200 strikeout guy, you know, that was a pretty decent round pick, and he seems to be just fine. I don't know. I, I would not leave him on the waiver wire. I wouldn't be streaming him. I'd be picking him up. I think if, if we're talking about like a, like a, like a 12-team mixed league, I would say he should probably be on If it's a 10-team mixed league, I'd say he's probably waiver wire. That might be true. Might be a streamer there, but yeah. those leagues are kind of bananas. Yeah, they are. Matt, do you have anything before we get into our picks for the upcoming week? Yeah, we're, we're officially in silly season for fantasy baseball. Okay, what do you mean by that specifically? I, I've just said, I've been seeing a lot of guys pop up in the waiver wire who really shouldn't. I mean, yes. Can, can, can you think of a reason why, why Jose Quintana should be cut? No, not right now. No. Okay. Uh, Kenta Maeda. Kenta Maeda looks pretty bad. 
I don't know that I'm cutting him yet, but I'm definitely frustrating if I have him. He looks bad. Uh, and I have some picks against him in this upcoming pick. But if I drafted him, I'm not dropping him yet. I will say that. I saw both of those guys pop up in, in more than one league, and I was just really surprised. Yeah, it's a little early. If, if you spent the pick on it, you know, at least give them till May. But Kintamaida does look ugly. Quintana, that's just silly. I don't know. Especially because you probably paid too much to get him in the first place. So Agreed, yeah. Yeah, that would, that would make it silly season for sure. All right, well, we are going to look at picks for Monday through Thursday, as we do. And Matt, on Monday the 24th, let's look at some pitchers. I found this whole week to be kind of thin on pitchers. Would you agree? Yes. Um, I don't love any of my picks, to be honest. I'll say I legitimately love one of mine. The other mm-hmm. three, I was I kind of had to, you know, think about. You know, there there really wasn't like an obvious pick out there. Yeah, I kind of picked the guys I hated the least, is what it felt like to me. Yeah. So yeah, on Monday, it's not a full slate of games. There are only nine games going. Nine times. And I... Let's see. I want to mention Amir Garrett, but he's 68% owned. I want to mention Jason Vargas, but he's 79% owned, which is crazy. That's that's the real silly season, is Jason Vargas being as amazing as he has been. So of the guys eligible, I had five names down that I thought were at all interesting. Okay. I wrote Francisco Liriano going to the Angels, but that's all righties, and he's scary. His ERA's over five. He's 42% owned. I'm not going near Francisco Liriano, but you could think about it. On the flip side, Ricky Nolasco gets the Blue Jays, and you, like a year ago, that would be crazy, but they have been so bad. They're so banged up. <sighs> that Blue Jays lineup is ugly. They just lost to Lewitsky, and you might say, oh, big deal, he wasn't that good yet, but the thing is, all their bench guys have already got in for other people. So you're getting real deep into that lineup and that bench and that minor league system to just fill these holes. And you have basically the corpses of Batista and Russell Martin trying to hold things together. But Chris Coughlin, Devin Travis, Ryan Goins, Ezekiel Carrera, Kevin Pillar, it's it's not great. It's not great. I like Devin Travis, but he's batting eighth. I don't I don't know. So, Ricky Nolasco is not exciting, but the Blue Jays are not scary. You can think about it. You're saying we're, we're, we might be close to my, my guy, Rowdy Tellez, getting a call-up? It's possible. I like Rowdy Tellez. It could be. He needs to play shortstop or something, though, because that infield is trouble. Justin yeah. Smoke's going to be definitely playing every day. Him and Kendrys Morales are going to try and shore up the middle of that lineup, and it's just not a good place to be. It's Might see a lot of Darwin Barney, is what oh, I'm saying no. here. I know. It's it's a bad time for Toronto. So if you want to stream Ricky Nolasco, I, it's not exciting, but it's not crazy at all. Uh, three more names I had. Matt Hyunjin Ryu is going to San Francisco to face off against Matt Kane. He hasn't looked great yet either, but I'm not that scared of the Giants. But you can think about it. His ERA has been... It's 5-8-7. Pass. So... Two names left I think are interesting is Miguel Gonzalez getting the Royals. He's super boring, but I'm fine with picking on the Royals. But I'm going to go for a bit more upside and take Brett Anderson going to Pittsburgh. I like Brett Anderson. He has downside. It could go bad, but he does have upside, and I'm not scared of the Pirates. I think the boring pick, the reliable and safer pick is Miguel Gonzalez getting the Royals, though. Did you have one of those two, Brett or Miguel? 
I'm going with Hinjin Ryu at the Giants, and I've got a thought process. What do you like about this? Do you know where his first three starts have taken place? A bad places, I assume. I know he went to Colorado once. Okay. Oh, yeah. His April 7th at Colorado, April 13th at Chicago, April 18th at home against Colorado. Okay. T- tough way to start the year, for sure. Yeah. So, and in those, you know, he's given up six home runs in those starts, three of them coming in the last one, but the underlying metrics are solid. 17 strikeouts to four walks and 15 in the third inning. Okay. I can see that. If he can keep the ball in the yard and San Francisco is a good place to do it, then he could be just fine. So, I really didn't love any, any of the, uh, the options. And he was, you know, I, I at least know there's, he's going he's gonna to rack up a few strikeouts to probably keep me in the game. Yep, yep, I'll buy that. The Giants aren't scary, and it's in San Francisco. Uh, and we're playing with such small samples that, I don't know. Uh, are you okay with Miguel Gonzalez or Brett Anderson as well? It's a thin day. I understand it's a thin day. Yeah, it's a, it's a thin day. I I get the thought process behind both, but again, I would prefer real. Sure. Okay, man, so on such a thin pitching day, who are you thinking for a hitter on Monday? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy you mentioned Francisco Lariano and Ricky Nolasco, because I've got picks against both. Okay. All right. Who? Who? I want to know who you found from that Blue Jays lineup then that I was just ragging on. Oh, Justin Smoke. Okay. All right. You like <laughs> Justin Smoke, huh? I'm fine yeah. with that. He's now batting like fifth. Pretty much. Yeah. And Ricky Nolasco, he doesn't really have a platoon swap. He's not very good against either side. He's getting uh, OPS against over 800 against both sides. I believe this season. Mm-hmm. It's not been great so far. No. So you like Justin Smoke? What percentage owned is Justin Smoke? One percent. 1% pick. That's good. That's good. I'm still chasing you on this ownership percentage thing as I try and bring my numbers down as well. You're down to 15% on the air, and I'm at 24. Okay. It's a weird way to chase you, but I'm trying to get there. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to make Smoke my, my, my B pick. I, I feel I have a solid B there with him. Okay. That's a safe one. He should get in there, and that's a fine matchup. Okay. C pick. I'm actually, since I'm I'm betting on Hengen Ryu, I'm going to be betting against Matt Kane. Okay. And I've already used the majority of the lefties in the Dodgers mm-hmm. lineup. I, I've got one that I have, and I'm going to roll Chase Utley out there against Matt Cain as my seat. Chase Utley. Utley, you Butley. I knew you Chase were going to say that, because honestly, every time I hear his name, now I think of that because of you. It's the best thing. It's the best thing ever. Uh, what percentage <laughs> owned is Chase Utley? 1%. Oh, boy. All right. You're doing some good dumpster diving here. It's good, okay. though. And I'm fine with that, absolutely. Against Matt Cain, I'll be okay. My A pick, my pick of choice. Mm-hmm. You know, again, you, you mentioned Francisco Lariano. I've, I've, I, he's been exceptionally, really rough this season. He started his first shot in his life in his last two. So he, he had the first really rough start. His last two haven't been that that bad. Actually, he's mm-hmm. really good against Baltimore. Um, but either way, I'm, I'm still going to be set. I, I betting, you know, against Francisco Lariano just because I don't really trust him. And Angels are exceptionally right-handed. There's one guy in particular. Who really wants some on lefties, or at least he has mm-hmm. for his career. And that's my guy, Danny Espinosa at 8%. I like Danny Espinosa against a lefty for sure. That is, that is like my favorite from there for a cheap guy that would get a lefty. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you for sure. Yeah. And Lariano could easily give it up. So I'm into that. I didn't pick from any of those, but I like <laughs> it. I'm into it. I went some other places. I like, we didn't mention Tyler Anderson, who I like, but he's at home in Colorado against the Nationals, and the Nationals are scary, and Colorado's scary. So even though he's a pitcher I like, I'm going to throw Jason Worth out there. He's 20% owned, which I think is pretty low for Jason Worth. He's also been day-to-day, so he's not 
a lock, but I'm going to put him in as my B pick. If I get him in there, he starts, I'm okay with that. But you can pick some other righties also, depending on your format. If you want to pick on left-handed Tyler Anderson in Colorado, I'm fine with that. He has a split there where he has trouble at home, which makes sense. I also mentioned this guy the other day against a lefty. Jorge Polanco of the Twins is getting Martin Perez. And, you know, if you want, I already used Robbie Grossman. And if you want to use him too, I like that, or any of those Twins righties. But Jorge Polanco can hit lefties. He's only 16% on. I'm taking him in Texas. That'd be like a C pick. But my favorite pick, Matt, I see Ubaldo Jimenez on the schedule and I just highlight it or I circle it or I point arrows to it and draw hearts or whatever you want to do when you're picking your DFS guys, your streamers. I want a raise hitter against him. If you want to spend, he's going to be a little bit more, at least by ownership rate and depending on your format, Corey Dickerson is 44% owned. That's too low. He's been showing his power. Definitely used to be a, you know, a premier fantasy guy. I could go with Corey Dickerson. But if I want to go cheap, at least in our format, probably in your format too, Logan Morrison is 13% owned and he's been showing his pop. I think you picked him earlier this year, or at least I mentioned him. I think I got a home run out of him this year. Yeah. And he gets Ubaldo Jimenez. I, I, do I need to explain better than that? Just, no. it's a, Competent hitter getting Ubaldo Jimenez, so I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Did you see the clip of Logan Morrison letting CB Buckner have it the other day? Oh no, because I, I I saw the clip of Jason Worth like just like going after you know whoever the poor umpire was. Yeah, no, this was not a quote. This was a video. Oh, at the plate, and there were if you turned your uh, headphones up, you could hear some dirty words, and if you could read some lips, you could see some dirty words, but. Logan Morrison was saying out loud what a lot of people have been thinking about C.B. Buckner's work lately, and it was kind of funny. It was pretty funny. Anyway, that's my what I'm thinking of with Logan Morrison right now. But uh, also I'm thinking that he gets Ubaldo. So he's my A pick. I want him. If he's not in there, I'll take Worth or Polanco. And if neither of them get in, I want Corey Dickerson. So also getting Ubaldo. I guess I would spend there. All right, okay. Matt, let's look at pitchers for tuesday we have an actual full slate on tuesday many more options still uh, not nuts about any of them i don't there's nothing real great there kendall graveman has made himself interesting his era is at two he gets the angels but he's 60 percent owned he's not eligible can't do it the matchup that i'm looking at but not picking from but i'm interested in erasmo ramirez the eraser is back <laughs> are you thinking about erasmo ramirez no, and I'll tell you why. I don't think he's going to go very deep. I don't think he's going to go deep, and I looked at him. He's been much better in Tampa Bay lately, in the last couple of years, I mean. And he's going to Baltimore. His peripherals are whatever. He only has one walk in 14 and two-thirds innings, but only 10 strikeouts. He's, I like him. I would not be surprised if I stream him at some point this year, but I'm not taking him in Baltimore. He's interesting. On the flip side, Matt, Wade Miley has a 1.89 ERA and a whip well below one. And he gets the raise, so I'm on record as saying I'm not scared of against lefties. Are you considering Wade Miley? Actually, he's my pick, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, he's been red hot, and I like the matchup. It's not my pick, but I definitely... It's probably my second favorite pick. He's got 24, yeah. 24 strikeouts in 19 innings. He's been good. He's been... It's a small sample size. It's This is silly season, but he's been real good. And the rays don't scare me. He needs at home. Is there much else to it to you, or just that he's been on fire? Uh, just I, I really didn't see that many righties in the Rays lineup that scared me. 
No, it's Evan Longoria, and that's I don't know. So, so he's he's right handed, you know. Yeah, we we've been over this, and there's yeah, not anything. I'm not worried about him against lefties. I like that matchup. I'm fine with you taking that. That's not how I took, but I I was surprised that I considered it. You can take Wayne Chen getting the Phillies as long as he looks out for Aaron Althair, but otherwise he could be fine there. Mm. He's just so boring. Wayne Chen is so boring. I and away from Miami and Philadelphia, I'm like whatever. I like Ty Block. He's an interesting guy making his way into the Giants rotation, but he gets the Dodgers at home. Well, in San Francisco, but I I don't want him so inexperienced to get in the Dodgers. No thanks. If he were like getting the Padres or something, I might be thinking about it, you know, or the White Sox, but not the Dodgers. Matt, I'm going with Robert Gesellman. He's at home against the Braves, and the Braves just aren't that scary to me. You know, they've been cold at the plate, other than Freddie Freeman, who's been a monster. But if you can avoid Freddie Freeman, I still have some faith in Robert Gesellman, who started rough and is getting a little bit better. And I hope the peripherals can help him against the Braves. Did you consider him at all? I did. Mm-hmm. But I've just he's been so uninspiring in, in, in like every aspect this year, so I just I, I just I could not in good conscience you know, go with him again. I understand. I, I, I'm trying to squint and realize that he's been getting better and the Braves are that bad, but I also don't blame anyone that's like, ugh. Eh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so. I'm, at the, I'm at the ugh point. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm giving him one more shot, plus, again, the options were thin. So, Matt, let's look at some hitters for Tuesday. If you're going to pick on some of these guys, who are you looking at for hitters? Okay. My C pick, I'm... I had to dig kind of deep because it, it, I feel like that there should be like obvious picks for hitters, but they're really, you, you, you'll see what I mean in a second. It, it, mm-hmm. it, and a day that's on, on the surface looks obvious, it really wasn't that obvious. Sure. Okay. Just, just because a, a lot of the guys, I don't, I don't have a lot of data on like, you know, JC Ramirez, Ty Block, for example. I don't think they're very good, but also I don't have a side I can really bet on with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going with guys that I, I, I know what they are. And I know where their weaknesses are. Sure. We've got a, a, a Yankees-Red Sox matchup. And my C pick... Your favorite. Oh, you mean just in terms of Yankees-Red Sox? Yes. Oh, yeah, set me on fire. There's, there's a, like a, about, you know, a 0% chance I would, I would actually like watch a minute of this game. Sure, you're going to check the box score the next yes. day and see how your hitter did. But that's about it. Maybe maybe later that evening. You know, if I, I, I think I might, I might flip on Clayton Kershaw late. So I'll probably have... Either way. My C pick is me Brett Gardner versus Porky Rick Porcello. Okay, what do you like about this? Okay, Porcello, you know, right-handed, correct? He is. Brett Gardner, left-handed, correct? He is. That's true. This okay. is the matchup you want. Rick Porcello has been actually exceptionally rough this so, so far this season. Yeah, it's it's not been great. You know, we've got you know three you know four starts with the data on him, uh, five home runs allowed. He's not really walking that many. He's only got you know five walks and four starts. That's great, but he's also got five home runs allowed. That's rough. Yeah, it's getting pounded. Yeah, pretty much. He's got that, that ugly five three two ERA, and it's been ugly both home and away. Mm-hmm. So first off, this game is gonna is gonna take about eighty seven hours to complete. He's gonna, he's gonna have about you know probably you know a hundred pitches by oh the third inning. So I I'm kind of looking for him to get to get battered around, and I I, I think Brett Gardner at thirty eight percent is a solid seat pick. I think that's just that's way too low for Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner should be in, you know, owned in most formats. So I like that. That's a quality hitter. Who will see like yeah, if my, hopefully you're gonna get before Brett Gardner. My B pit. I'm betting against Lefty Wei Yin Chen. Okay. 
I'm into that. Is it Aaron Althair again? No, I can't pick him again. I know you can't. No, it's Tommy Joseph. Tommy Joseph. That's a good one. I like that, too. There's some good Phillies righties. So, yeah, I, I come up, you know, the, uh, the, the power hitting righty against Wei Yin. And I'm sure he's not very owned. I, I looked at him later in the week. I might get, might mention him later. Twenty, I think it's 23% is what I have written I can out. check right now for you. Yeah, but I, I looked at him and realized that he was not too bad either. He's at 23. 23% indeed. I like that. I like him getting a lefty for sure. Okay. And lastly, the Nationals are, are still playing in in, in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Chad Rusin this time. Yes, they do. Also left-handed. Also left-handed, so I'm actually taking Jason Wirt. I like that. I like that for the same reasons. Absolutely. And he has 20% owned. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, when I looked, he was day-to-day. I am not. I didn't check and see if he had played on Sunday. But, you know, he's old. They give him some days off if they have some help there. So make sure he gets in there if you're picking him or thinking about using him, for sure. But I, I like that, him getting a lefty in Colorado. 20% is way too low for Jason Wirth, right? He did, in fact, play on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, so you might be just fine. That's good. I like that. Those are good picks. You're finally, quote-unquote, spending in your percentages. A little bit. A little bit. So I also have Aaron Althair getting way in Chen, and I also like Jason Worth again as a C pick because he wasn't my A pick before. So those are guys I have in order there is B and C. Deeper than that, Austin Hedges gets Patrick Corbin. Austin Hedges has a really bad line this year, but he keeps running into balls and hitting homers. And he's a righty, and he'd get a lefty in the desert in Patrick Corbin. That's a guy that could very easily go 0 for 4 for you, but also, you know, could hit you a solo shot. So, not going to cost you anything. Would think about Austin Hedges. Also, Michael Conforto is finally getting some playing time for the Mets, and he gets Julio Tehran. And I'm always fine with picking lefties against Julio Tehran. I think people won't do it because he's a quality pitcher, but he has that bad weakness to lefties. So Mets lefties are fine by me. I'm running Conforto down. My A pick, though, I'm picking on Josh Tomlin in Cleveland. He's been so hittable, so bad, just getting beat, or, beat around. He's, he's not walking people, which is what you expect. Maybe he should walk more guys because... He's getting pounded, and that Astros lineup is stacked, but a guy that is under-owned in there, Josh Reddick is only 12% owned, Matt. That's low. And I know that he's not a fantasy superstar, but he is a competent hitter in a good lineup. He's the lefty. He'll get a righty and Tomlin. I'm just, yeah, I'm picking on Josh Tomlin. I'm, I'm, I'm out right now. So my A pick, Josh Reddick getting Josh Tomlin. Josh on Josh Crime. And then out there, and then Worth, and the other guys when you get deeper. So... Matt, we get to Wednesday. It's another uh, full day of plenty of pitcher picks and another day of guys I'm really not excited about. No, neither am I. Well, I, no, I think they, actually, no, this is the day I feel the strongest about. Okay. All right. Jesse Hahn getting the Angels. Yeah? It's a shrug for me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay. Tyler Chatwood at home against the Nationals. Yeah? That's, you're more interested in that pick than I am. I like him on the road more. He's, he's, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. Nate Carnes getting the White Sox. Is that your boy? Yeah, it's my boy. <laughs> it's your boy. Are you actually excited? Yes. It'll be fine. He doesn't go that deep either, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe that's just bias from when he was a Ray. But in my head, I'm like, he just doesn't have that much upside. But I think that is a totally safe pick. I think so, too. I really do. Yeah. I, I, just, I don't see the White Sox being able to really hurt him. Is this trust in Carnes or more no faith in the White Sox? I've uh, been both, actually. 
bit of both. I'm fine with that. I it's not my pick, but I understand why it is your pick on a few fronts. It's okay. Did you think about Willie Peralta getting the Reds? No. No, he has not been that good. There just aren't strikeouts there. There's stuff, but it's just never really converted, and that's frustrating. He, he regressed hard this weekend. So. Yeah. Actually, no, one more that's not my pick. Daniel Norris getting the Mariners. Yeah. I like Daniel Norris. I don't necessarily like the Mariners to match up for him. Yeah. I, I'm like, eh, eh, yeah, I don't think so. I'm taking a real boring guy. I'm taking Hector Santiago, who's been awesome so far, and he gets the Rangers. And typically, I've been a little bit scared of the Rangers, but... They are not in good shape right now either. I'm surprised how many decent teams are just beat up and don't... They're just not in a good place. And the Rangers are among them. They have a lot of lefties. And, I mean, Elvis Andrews batted cleanup on Sunday. Is that enough for you? Because that seems bad for me. And, I mean, so Hector Santiago is left-handed. And the righties he's worried about in that lineup are Jonathan Lucroy. I suppose, who hasn't made a lot of waves this year. Mike Napoli, Carlos Gomez, Ryan Rua. There's just not that many scary righties, you know? Maybe if Adrian Beltre were in, but he's not. So, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Hector Santiago in Texas. Do you think I'm crazy, or does that make sense? I don't think you're crazy. I just I don't think it's as safe as you think it is. It might not be safe at all. There's definitely downside there, mm-hmm. but... I don't know. His ERA is two one nine. He has plenty of strikeouts. He's only walked four. He just looks good this year. So, hoping he can do okay there. He's opposite Cole Hamels. So that's not great. And then Matt, who are your hitters for Wednesday? Who are you thinking about? Okay, you're perfect. My C pick. Okay, we've got Ari Dickey in Metco against the Mets. Mm-hmm. We, we've talked about Ari Dickey before, and that he doesn't have much platoon split. Right. So. With him handed, this doesn't really matter. I'm still taking the uh, the advantage of Curtis Granderson. Okay, I'm into that. Totally fine with that. Yeah, I feel like you're kind of shrugging when you pick against Dickey, but he's been so bad that right. I don't think there's really a problem with it. Yeah, and Granderson, he's, he's at 39%. Mm-hmm. Which is too low, in my opinion. <sighs> is it, though? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I think it's very usable. It's not a crime by any means, but it's very usable. I mean, I guess if we're talking, you know, leagues that have, you know, five outfielders, you should probably be on, but we're, we're mm-hmm. not. Yeah, but he should be able to hit. I mean, he bats high in the lineup, you know, Officially. should hopefully cross the plate. I'm fine with that. That's a totally fine C pick. It's not exciting, but if that's the guy you end up with on that day, you're going to be fine with it. Mm-hmm. Now, to be to to be fair, he hasn't been very good this season. Mm-hmm. Slash line is pretty ugly. I'm not gonna, it, it's, you know, there's no way around it. But I, I just feel, you know, the uh, you know, knuckleball, it's just, it, it kind of comes in there kind of easy for him. But it was something, you know, he'll, probably, he'll be able to pick up for sure. It's not like he has to, you know, pick up a slot, you know, I guess, you know, 92 mile, mile an hour slider in the black. Yeah. It's it's a big, it's a beach ball. It's a safe pick. He'll be fine there. I think so. So that's my C. Uh, moving on to my B is where we get a bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. I would hope so. <laughs> Alex Cobb gets, gets Baltimore on Wednesday. Yeah, and he's not really been great. No, he's been especially against lefties. He's been rough. Mm-hmm. And there are a couple of Baltimore lefties that I I kind of want to roll out there. One of them, Seth Smith. Sure. Crush Davis, left-handed, and my pick, Yunsu Kim. Yunsu Kim. Yeah, I mentioned him earlier in the season, but yeah, somebody we have a lot of love for last year. Mm. He's what one percent, two percent owned? Uh yes, one percent. 
One percent. Yeah, he's not getting any love this year, even though he was totally fine last year. And part of it's that they're platooning a lot, but so yeah, he you know it's lefty and righty action. Cobb awful against against lefties. Kim very good against righties. I just think they're gonna find each other. Mm-hmm. And lastly, my A pick. I'm betting against uh, Edinson Volquez is gonna be pitching in Philadelphia. He's in fact okay. right-handed, and the Phillies have a left-handed outfielder by the name of Michael Saunders. Yeah, he was my opening day pick. He I'm into it. Opening day pick. So it's uh, lefty and righty action favoring Saunders. Uh, Volk has been, accept- I think his OPS against lefties is o- over 900 this season. Uh, uh, Saunders, yeah. you know, first career has always done damage against righties. So Yeah, I'm into that. I have no problem with that at all. I like Michael Saunders. That's a good cheap pick for sure. Yeah, Especially at, what percentage is he on? 4%. 4% is, yeah, that's a good price, as we would say. So, yeah, I'm into that. For my hitters for Wednesday, I saw Trevor Cahill sitting there, and I said, I want a piece of that. And I looked at the D-backs, and if you were to try to pick against him and get someone cheap, David Peralta is only 36% owned, and he's not going to light the world on fire. But he's left-handed and should be pretty capable, at least in the desert, against Trevor Cahill. You know, they use him, he should get in there against the righty. I like David Peralta just fine. I'm not nuts about it at 36%, but you could find use with him, right? Yeah, actually, I, I almost used him on Monday, believe it or not, against uh, Julius Chassin. I kind of like that pick as well. But He's under-owned right now. He, he has plenty of potential. It's a good It's a solid pick in, in Peralta. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. And then above that, I'm also picking against Edinson Volquez, but check this out. I like Freddie Galvis at 6%. And here's Freddie Galvis's deal as of the last year or so, is he's going to make a lot of outs, He's going to run into some homers, and he's going to swipe some bases. So he might bat like 230 or something at the end of the year, but have 15 and 15 or something like that. And he already has a few homers and a steal or something like that. So getting into some Volquez, I'm hoping to get a little power, a little speed. Could easily be an 0 for 4, but he's only 6% owned. So I'm going to try Freddie Galvis there as my B pick, but I'm interested in that. And again, it's Edinson Volquez. It's whatever. And then above that, I'm picking on a lefty in Daniel Norris. I'm taking your boy Taylor Motter. He's been playing in the infield. Should hopefully get in there. It's my A pick. I'm not sure he will, but if he does, he already has like four homers. He hit his first grand slam. He hit one again. See, I, I took my notes and I haven't seen uh, what happened. He, if he just went again. Yeah, he's been hot. He's been showing his power. So, you know, he's a righty. He'll get a lefty. I like Taylor Motter just fine. And he's he's not too popular yet. He is only 18% owned. I also looked at Danny Valencia, but, God, he's been bad, and I think everybody's pretty much sick of Danny Valencia and not doing much. Uh, They called up Dan Vogelbach. I don't really care about him against a lefty. I only wanted to mention this because, Matt, do you miss Deho Lee as much as I do? Yes. Deho Lee would get in there against a lefty, and we could watch him and root for him. Would have been so good right here in this contest. I would have taken him against Daniel Norris. Totally. And I can't. We miss you, Deho Lee, a favorite of the show last year. Let me just click, click over to Baseball Reference see how he's doing this so far this season. We'll, we'll, we'll follow up on that. You can check Let's that. But... He's, he's back with Lote in, in the case. Oh, my goodness. Is that a good oh, my goodness, or a yes, bad oh, my goodness? No. Um, slash line. 452-558-833. Five, five homers in 12 games, 10 RBIs, 13 runs scored. Awesome. Yeah, he's he's... In his age 35 season, and he's back to doing day holy things in Korea. Good for him. 
That's awesome. We miss you. You've gone off and done good things, and that's great, but we miss you. I want you against Daniel Norris, that's left to hear. But instead, I have Taylor Motter. And if not him, Freddie Galvis. All right, Matt, so Thursday, the 27th, last day we're going to look at for this episode. Your boy Adam Conley goes to Philadelphia. That's totally acceptable, right? Yes, actually, it's my pick. Yeah, I'm fine with that, too. And there's not a lot of surprises in this show, no. and, then, and that's fine. You like Adam Conley a little more than I do, but I think that's totally fine. I'm going there. What do you like about Adam Conley in Philadelphia? What do I like about Adam Conley? He has to look out for Tommy Joseph and Aaron Althair. Aaron, Tommy Joseph and Aaron Althair, yeah. So the guys we recommend, just for, for his career, he's actually been a bit better on the road than he has at home for some odd reason. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of his weird splits. Yeah. He, for whatever. Yeah. Especially this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's been two starts away, two games in, at home, and mm-hmm. there's like a marked difference between at home and away. Yeah. It was also nice when he went and whooped on the Padres for you. Yeah. Accurate. So. Yeah. He's a lot like Robert Chazelman is at this point in his career, where you, you just like you, you, you see the skill is there, and it's just for whatever reason that's not coming together. Yeah, I'm fine with that pick, though. I'm just not worried about the Phillies. I'm just going to kind of keep picking him until it happens for him. <laughs> sure. What about Bartolo Colon going back to New York, getting the Mets? What about yeah, Whatever. Yes. It's fine, but it's not exciting. If you want to take it, that's okay. Charlie Morton's going to Cleveland. I like Charlie Morton. I don't want him against Cleveland. No thanks. Your boy Tyler Skaggs gets the A's. Eh, I don't... Eh, Tyler Skaggs is whatever. I'm not worried about that either. It's interesting. I'm going to take a pick that I'm not super confident in. I think Conley's a lot safer, but I want to have a little more fun with this. I mentioned Antonio Sensatella and his hot start, and I said, you know, you can't really trust a guy until, what, three or four starts maybe. And he's done four starts now, and he's been good. His ERA is 208, 17 strikeouts to four walks. That's in 26 innings, so he's not really striking out a ton of guys, but the control is good. And he's been fine in cores, and he's at home against the Nationals. And I just kind of put my money where my mouth is, just in terms of saying that I was going to trust him eventually. And it's been four starts in, and I think that if he's available in your league, you might want to take that flyer on him and see if you can get him. Because if he keeps us up over another three or four starts, he will not be available anymore. So I'm taking Antonio Sensatella with not a ton of confidence, but enough that I feel like I can give it a shot. So. Mm. Matt hitters for Thursday. Who are you looking at? Uh, hitters for Thursday. Um, this is this is my bargain day. Okay. Okay. My C picket, uh, and this is the the high percentage for okay. today at one percent owned. Oh boy! All right. Yeah, we, we've got this this Yankees Red Sox series that will not end. Yeah, and you're all about it, apparently. Oh yeah, you know me. I have. I love you got a pair of lefties to pick on here. Indeed. So I'm picking on CC Sabathia with our uh, friend of the podcast, Crispy Young. Ah, oh, it's a good one. It's the first time we've picked him this year, I think. I think it is, yeah. I think yeah, it is. and he's perfect for this format as well, because he's, like you said, what, 1% on? Yes. Yeah, 1%er right there. And getting a lefty into Matthew, that's where you want him. He'll be in, in Fenway, he'll be yeah. fine there. I like that. In Boston, against CC, I like it for him. Yep. Who else you got? Except my B pick at 0% on. Oh boy! He, apparently, this is like rivalry week, so we've got you know Dodgers and Giants in a series that won't end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Moore, yes, has been awful. Yes, he has. Like, the Giants are not in a good place. No, more so than usual. Uh, we're running out of uh, you know again. We're, we we picked quite a few Dodgers this month, so we're running out. 
I've still mm-hmm. got Scott. I can still. I've still got Scott Van Slyke in the quiver, and I'm gonna, I'm using him against Matt Moore. At zero percent, I'm into that. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, and getting Matt Moore, you got to make sure he gets in there, which makes him a fine B pick. You know, you got some backups, but yeah, I'm fine with that. It's a strong right. It should be able to hit a lefty. He has in the past, so especially a bad lefty like Matt Moore. And speaking of hope, he gets in there. Yes, the A pick, the shot in the dark. Again, at zero percent. The Cardinals are, uh, are playing a series against Toronto. Against Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Wainwright is pitching on Thursday. <laughs> okay, you're ready to pick on Adam Wainwright? Uh, yeah, he's been awful against lefties this season. I, I don't yes. mean just like regularly awful. I mean like... It's been ugly. You know, his, his stat line against lefties gets the same reaction from me as the uh, the Holy <laughs> slash yeah. line. And we mentioned it might be time to be done with Adam Wainwright. OPS against over 1,000 against lefties. Oof. It's a short sample, but yeah, oof, super small sample. No good. But that's no way at all. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna roll left-hander Chris Coglin out there against Adam Wainwright. Getting in there, and the uh, yeah, you're like if he gets in, and I'm like that lineup's so beat up. He might be their starting third baseman, shortstop. He might be, he might be hitting cleanup on, by Thursday. It's yeah, the the way things are going, yeah, he might be so. Yeah, like that. Zero person owned and him against Wainwright and that platoon advantage, it's been that ugly. That yeah, guy can hit. That's that's you know, I don't know if he's gonna hit a couple homers or anything, but no. he can produce. So he can produce. Yeah, I think that's good at zero percent. That's a thrifty guy. And if you're playing DFS or whatever, you can fill out the rest of your lineup with a lot more guys. So yeah. I mean and Cockman, I think he, he probably qualifies all of the Diamond Most DFS formats. Probably. Yeah. He's definitely a utility guy that is now gonna start too much for Toronto. Matt, I looked at pitchers to pick on. I mentioned Kenta Maeda being that bad. I tried to find some Giants that I liked. The only one that was cheap slash even interesting at all, Joe Panic is 18% owned. And when I say interesting at all, it's still not that interesting. No, but good. if you wanted to use him there, he's off to a fine Joe Panic start. It's going to be a reliably empty average, but Kenta Maeda has looked real bad. So I think that would be fine. I wanted to also pick against Iwakuma, who's been real bad. I wrote down Tyler Collins, who's only 1% owned and starting plenty. Also, the depth chart I looked at had Alex Avila as the starting first baseman, which is terrifying. I don't really want to recommend him. He's only 3% owned. He could do fine against Iwakuma. I just thought that was worth pointing out, that the Tigers are also on the list of teams that are already banged up to a bad place early on. As for guys I think I'm going to pick... My C pick would be Lonnie Chisenhall gets Charlie Morton. And Charlie Morton, I like against righties, but he struggled with lefties. And if you want a guy that's left-handed and in that Indians lineup that's actually hit okay so far, he's there at 4%. I think that's totally fine. Above that, I'm going to look at some of our Oakland A's righties. We use them to pick on Tyler Skaggs, that A's, or Angels bullpen, and those guys. I wrote down Trevor Plouffe, which is one of yours. Not that interesting, but my A pick, 1% owned, has the pop. Adam Rosales gets Tyler Skaggs and has been hitting just fine so far. He's not thrilling, but it's an infielder that actually has some pop, so I could do that. Do you like Adam Rosales or Trevor Plouffe getting Tyler Skaggs? Yeah, I think I like Rosales a bit more than than Plouffe at this point in the season, but yeah, I could see Mm him. I'm taking Adam Rosales at 1%. That's my A pick, and if he doesn't get in, I'll take Plouffe, but... There's some guys in there that can hit lefties for sure. So, yeah, those are my picks for Tuesday. 
Matt, do you have anything before we get out of here? You had a birthday. You did not have any softball. No, not yet. You got anything on your mind? Anything to get out? I I got new. You call them baseball spikes? Is that the word? Or you just call them shoes. You can call them spikes. Cleats. You see, I I, I always consider cleat, cleats like, like the the metal ones you have to screw in. I, I've never had a mm-hmm. pair of those. I think those are spikes. Okay. I would call those spikes. I've always had the plastic ones. I I, I bought a new pair for softball. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was I was just wearing like regular like you know it was San Chicago gym shoes. Yeah, which is going to get you in trouble on that wet grass. Yeah, or in in the, in the slippery dirt. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, I was having a hard time digging into the plate. Sure. Well, that's exciting. So you have a glove and new shoes. Yes. I, and I had to stop myself from buying like knee braces and like you know elbow braces. You got to get the guards like Barry Bonds so you can go up there and be safe at the plate. It's softball, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Do you guys even wear helmets? No. No. I don't think we have. No. No. Yeah, that's funny though. So birthday present to yourself: some new baseball cleats. Oh, that's good. Wife, wife actually got it for me. Oh, right on. That's a good. That's a good purchase. That's a good pick. Thumbs up there. Yeah. Well, that should about do it for us for the upcoming week. Happy birthday again to Matt. He is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at Higgins FOS. And yeah, we get good tweets from you guys after every show, and we, we like to hear from you. Uh, we appreciate it for sure. Make sure to check out the other great podcasts here on the Fangraphs Network. You know, Sleeper in the Bust, Effectively Wild, Fangraphs Audio, all sorts of good stuff here. And go check them out. They're our friends, our partners over there. Our sister podcasts, our brother podcasts, as we've been known to say. And uh, we got to get some guests on this show. Now that we're rolling into the 2017 season, might bring some old friends back before too long. But stay tuned. We'll figure that out for sure. Anyway, that should do it for us for Monday. I'm Dylan. Format. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on Friday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.